Welcome to the Behold Me Beloved podcast. These conversations encourage one another to look to God and listen to His voice. We'll discuss how to live out our true identity and His calling in all aspects of life. I'm your host, Amy Kugler, a beloved daughter of the Most High King. I'm on mission to remind and to teach you the value and impact of identifying as beloved. You belong here. There is always something we can learn from each other, and you are called beloved. Hey, hey, listeners. I can't wait for y'all to meet my very, very best friend of all times, my husband, Corey Kugler. He is, of course, my husband, but he is also a best friend, a son, a general contractor, a small business owner, a leader, and so much more. I personally think our love story is so special and handwritten by God himself, and we have really gotten to see the Lord show up in our marriage over the last three years in just really big ways, and so I'm just honored to have you all get to know him today, his story, his heart, and really an up-close look at our typical conversations that we have on a daily basis. So, hey, honey, thanks for being here. Hey, Ames, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. This is so fun. So, uh, for some of you, you already know, but um, Corey, or not Corey, but a man was particularly requested up next when I did a poll on Instagram. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I had some of my followers like particularly ask for like male guests. So it's kind of cool that you're here. You're my first male guest, which I think is very fitting. I mean, I requested it on the poll, but I had some, you know, some reasons of my own. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you had a little bias there, but yes, (laughs) other people did too. (laughs) Yeah, so um, tell just some of my listeners who you are, what you're all about, um, what you're up to. Oh, okay. I'm I'm Corey. These things are always, I feel like, weird. I never know exactly what information to tell. But um, like Amy said, I'm a general contractor. So recently um, I just started uh, doing my own stuff. I was subcontracting for someone else, um, basically where they find all the work. And I just work under them. And recently, at the beginning of this year, I started doing my own work um, and getting jobs for myself. And it's been going really well. I think uh, God's really showed up this year. It's just been it's been crazy to see yeah. how he's provided and how just like the tiniest bit of trust can mm-hmm. go so far. And I feel like I'm not very good at trusting God. And when I <laughs> do it in the smallest amount, he just shows me how good he is every time Mm -hmm. and it's crazy Mm -hmm. um yeah what else let's see um i'm married to amy obviously Mm -hmm. um that's a big part of my life uh we met in 2018 Mm -hmm. and got married in 19 and we've been married for a couple years now we just celebrated our third year anniversary pretty special um yeah that's been really good uh i feel like uh recently Um, Maybe within the last year, I've gotten really close with Jesus and really started um, pursuing. And (laughs) you and I have uh, something we call people who are really after Jesus, and Mm -hmm. uh, we say they're sold out. Yeah. And uh, I would say now I'm I'm very sold out for Jesus. And and before I I I don't I don't know if I was sold out. I Mm. think I was. um, I, I think he was a he was a big part of my life, but he wasn't the biggest part of my life. And now it's like very different. And uh yeah, my level of like faith and love has just been exponential, I think, in this last year. And I'm sure you can attest to that. And yeah. probably pretty appreciative that now we're like, I don't know, I feel like before sometimes we'd 
have conversations maybe late at night and they were like deep conversations and I, I couldn't handle it. I'd be too tired. Mm-hmm. And now it's like really easy to talk about those things. And it's like all we want to talk about. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's just like so much easier to have like that deep emotional connection. Yeah. Because Jesus really is like at the center of both of our lives. And right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what, like tell us a little bit about like why you're sold out for Jesus now and like what what led up to that and made that happen? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, let's see. Last June, uh, just before your birthday, uh, I had an accident. Um, I was riding a one wheel, which is like a motorized. It's like a Segway kind of, but with one wheel and no hand. It's like a skateboard, but w- with only one wheel and it is electric and motorized. And they go, I don't know, they go like 25 miles an hour. And uh, I was riding one without a helmet. Took a little tumble and, uh, yeah, ended up with a skull fracture and a brain bleed and um, yep. ended up in the ICU for a while and have a big chunk that I don't remember at all and had some recovery after that. And, um, yeah, I know that was really hard on you. And I think uh, looking back, it's one of the it yeah. sounds crazy, but it's one of the best things that's happened to me. Yeah. It uh, really forced some change. And uh, caused me to like look at my life, and I don't know if it was necessarily because of I feel like people have near death experiences, and then they want to like appreciate life, um, and that that probably had a lot to do with it. I'm sure that was a big influencer, um, but I think I just like really realized how um, I don't know how my relationship with God wasn't as important and prioritized as it should be, and. Um, I remember when we were coming home from uh, Pueblo, where the accident happened, we were driving back to Billings, mm-hmm. and we stayed in a hotel in Cheyenne because we didn't want to drive too long. And Well, you couldn't. You couldn't be in the car that long. You just couldn't hang. Oh, yeah. Well, <coughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I just remember tiny little bits and pieces. But the part I do remember is we were sitting in the hotel room. Uh, it was very dark. Yeah. And we were talking and I remember just crying and saying, like, I I need to reprioritize my life and really put Mm -hmm. Jesus in there. And I kind of apologized for, like, him not being really the center and my main focus Mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was, like, kind of the start of something. And then um, after, I don't know, a couple weeks, I I realized um, that life was kind of going to be different and that this brain injury, I think you kind of explained it to me, um, like the neural pathways, we only have so many and because some of mine were damaged, um, they don't just heal. So my brain has to real, has to learn new routes, um, to compensate for those, those neural pathways that were lost. And so basically if more brain injuries happen, if I get more concussions and more, bonks on the head uh, it would do more and more damage each time and so I kind of had to do a lot more risk assessment and Mm -hmm. uh, decide what's worth it and what's not and I've never really lived my life that way I'm kind of a go for it type person Uh, I joke about (laughs) being invincible which Amy doesn't (laughs) doesn't really enjoy but (laughs) uh, not anymore (laughs) yeah Um, so yeah um, we had a conversation about that and that kind of hit home really hard once I finally understood what that meant. I think you tried to explain that to me, you know, 
countless amount of times and I, I didn't comprehend it because I wasn't really all there yet. Yeah. Um, so like weeks later when I finally did understand, it was like, oh, holy cow. And then um, I kind of understood the relationship that I have with money and um, with my work and kind of how uh, we call it, Amy and I have like called it a death grip on money and how um, it's just something that I like control of and like to feel security through that. Mm-hmm. And like my work, um, kind of like I, I think I felt value in work. And like that's like directly, my value is directly proportional to the output that I have of productivity and work, specifically like in whatever job I have. Like that's, that's the only way I have value is through that. And so it's kind of rethinking these things mm-hmm. that I've believed and that I've prioritized and really trying to change those things. And it's been so tough. And I'm still like struggling hard through it because it's like when we've been, I don't know, raised and trained like this and and we've been thinking like this or I've been thinking like this for so long, it's hard to reprogram my brain to trust in something bigger than myself, right? Instead of just trusting myself and trusting that I have control, it's like relinquishing that control to God Mm -hmm. and trusting that he has, you know, my best interest in mind and he loves me so much that I I don't even need to worry about anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've like seen that like in our small businesses, just like God showing up in like really sweet ways of like when we trust him or when you trust him with your business, right? Like, and when I trust him with my business and we are prayerful about that and really do seek the Lord, like so much goodness comes from that. And we get to like really point that back to Jesus and like get to see that like everything that comes through our businesses is because of God. (laughs) Yeah. It's been so cool. And yeah, like at the beginning of the year when I first started um, getting work for myself and just going out on my own, doing my own thing, uh, Amy wasn't working at Rescue America anymore. So we had no income like Mm -hmm. we were fully reliant on this working out basically um for us to have income it was terrifying to me i i can't stand that i've (laughs) i've never like thought it (laughs) i've never thought it would be an option to like leave a job without having a very secure form of what's next Mm -hmm. and some sort of stable income and so this was terrifying and it totally took a lot of faith and, mm-hmm. and reliance on God, which was good. It was a good mm-hmm. stretching um, experience, and I'm sure there will be plenty more that just push me even further each time. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of nice how God uses these as an opportunity to, to trust Him yeah. if we take it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so sweet. I like, <clears throat> I, I like just, like, hearing you talk about, like, your business and, like, what you do to trust him. Like, I'm in the thick of it with you, and so it's easy to, like, just, like, not really think about it, but hearing you talk about it is just, like, fun because it's, like, man, like, we're praying about that, you know, but we're not, like, always, like, remembering it and looking back and, like, talking about the things that he did. And Right. So it's sweet. Yeah, it's kind of nice to give credit to those things, too. I think, Mm -hmm. um, before maybe my brain injury, I think I didn't necessarily credit a lot of things to God. Mm-hmm. And part of the, uh, most of that I'm sure was pride. I like to credit a lot of things to myself and mm-hmm. thought like, well, people without God are 
successful in, in whatever way. Yeah. And so if I'm successful, it's not necessarily God's credit. Mm-hmm. But I think now I'm I'm understanding that like the opportunities, the connections, yep. the talents, everything is from God. So even those people that don't necessarily know God, yeah. God knows them and yeah. God still loves us all, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so I think like that's a really important part of my faith now is like um, yeah. giving credit to God, like mm-hmm. for, for everything, every little thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what is like, I mean, I've been, you know, you've listened to every podcast, you've hear, heard me ask so many people this question. So what is your identity in Christ and how how would you describe that? How How do you identify yourself with God? Yeah, this is such a good question. Um, I think it's important to know our identity in Christ. And um, as I was kind of thinking about this and uh, kind of talking through it with you a little bit, it's, uh, I, I thought I didn't have like one succinct word that was like a, a great, you know, headliner of like, this is my identity in Christ. And as I'm explaining it, you know, it's pretty obvious what it was. But I think basically um, I'm, I'm learning and like re, I don't know, reforming everything that I thought about God and learning it all again now with my the new eyes that I have for, for mm-hmm. Christ. So like reading scripture now just means something different. Well, and I'm sure like it always is, right? Like the scripture's living, so we're always seeing something new. But yeah. um, it's just very special right now. So I very much see like God's adoration for us, how he's mm-hmm. just fully in love with us mm-hmm. and Oh, we had, I mean, we had small group last night and we were talking about this and how mm-hmm. like God celebrates probably the tiniest little victories that we have that we mm-hmm. think are nothing. And I'm sure God and the angels are just like having the biggest party over the tiniest things because it's so important. And like he loves us so much that those things are huge. And mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think like when I think of my identity, it is just basking in that adoration and I think it's hard sometimes to think that. I think when we, um, when I mess up and think I suck and come to God for forgiveness, it's like um, I'm still kind of wallowing in that shame mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, I screwed up something. And God, like, forgets about it immediately and is just like, I- I'm, I'm so glad to be here talking to you. I'm so glad that you came to do this even, like, this step of just asking for, for forgiveness and, yeah. like, coming and chatting with me is like mm-hmm. so special to him. And yeah, I, he just loves us more than we could ever know. And mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that like, if you were to hurt me in some way, um, that's like something that takes a little bit of time, whether it's minutes or days to get through. It takes time for me to like, be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've fully forgiven that. I'm over it. So it's hard to grasp how God is just instantaneously like, I forgive you and Mm. I'm here and just like arms wide open, just grabs us and says, thanks for coming to me. Like, Mm -hmm. let's move on from this, you know? Mm. That's such a sweet picture. Oh yeah. I, it's so cool when we do feel adored by him because I think like it's so much bigger than that too. Like we could throw the word trusted in there or, um, loved in there mm-hmm. and there's so many other words that like when you're that's like it's so sweet 
when we were talking about this because that's something that you and I say to each other instead of I love you is we say like I adore you Mm. and um it's just so sweet that like that is equally like reflective of like our relationship with Jesus is like we're adored by him and he adores us and likewise we get to adore his people and adore each other and so it's so sweet that like something that a relation like an identity that you have in Christ is like something that we live out in our marriage together which is super sweet yeah that's encouraging that's Mm -hmm. good (laughs) yeah yeah it is cool to think about that word I think um like you were saying like with friendships and people like that's ultimately what God wants us to do like he adores us and just wants it to share it with everyone, you mm-hmm. know, wants us to us to share it with everyone, sorry. And uh, yeah, just spread that, that mm-hmm. adoration. I think that word is really more powerful than love. And I think mm-hmm. love maybe gets overused. That's definitely why we mm-hmm. sa- started, you know, saying in mm-hmm. special intimate moments, like I adore you because yeah. it's just, it's so powerful. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think us doing that to people, like everyone around us is so important and mm-hmm. like, God really wants us to live that way, and it's mm-hmm. huge. Like that's that's all yeah. all He's really calling us to is loving Him and loving people. Mm-hmm. I think that word "adore" is so cool too, because like it just goes to show it's like more of like you're seeing and admiring like small and big things, mm. like you're noticing and like admiring the little details, but you're always also admiring like the big details too. So it's like. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's a great word for, for that. And it's like the appreciation of the the good with the bad too. I think it's like yeah. the whole, like every mm-hmm. single piece of you. I adore you. To me, means like mm-hmm. every part of you. There's no part that I like would would get rid of with you. Like it's yeah. just I adore you. Yeah. You know? mm, it's so sweet. Yeah. I love it. That's our God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Seriously. Oh, so. You're kind of touching on, like, you discovered, like, this identity and this walk with Jesus and being more sold out for Jesus. But, like, how did you discover that? Like, did you hear God speaking to you? Like, what does that look like? Like, does God speak to you? Was it through people? Like, kind of what was that journey like of discovering this identity and, and knowing that you're adored? I, re- I really don't know, actually. Um, I've never really thought about what, like, the spark was that caused the blaze, but um, I think probably the biggest part was um, after the brain injury, I had to take, um, like, a month. I think yeah. I, I took a month off work, like, after the brain injury because mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to just, like, stay in a dark place, not be stimulated by anything that took any sort of intellect or... Like I couldn't look at screens. I couldn't have deep conversations or any conversations really. I wanted to be, they wanted me to be in like a dark place and uh, let my brain heal basically. Um, And that's very anti-Corey. That's not. (laughs) It was the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like I have all this pent up energy. I'm a very energetic person who, uh, yeah, I've been called the Energizer Bunny, which I think is pretty good. Like Uh, I... Yeah, so sitting sitting in one spot, it being dark and me not being able to do anything, I couldn't read either. So it was just like sitting in my own thoughts 
in between like napping, right? And like, it was terrible. It was so horrible. I hated it. And I think that all that like, that quietness mm-hmm. um, was really good for me because I usually don't take quietness. I'm mm-hmm. usually, if I have an opportunity to do nothing, I say, forget that. And I do something. So like this force, this force of, or, or being forced to do nothing um, was important for like hearing God. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there were specific things that I heard, um, like words or, or anything, but I think just like nudges in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were obviously there for a lot of that too. And like basically backing up what I thought I was being nudged towards. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's a combination of both like hearing from God and people like urging me to be better. Like that's that's what our marriage is built on too, is mm-hmm. like us pushing each other to be better and towards growth. And so, yeah, I think that was a big, big part of it. Just like mm-hmm. sitting in silence stillness and, and it wasn't even a, an intentionality towards at that point I wasn't even like reading the Bible that much mm-hmm. um and I, I guess I wasn't really supposed to like read a lot um but it's not like I was having like very intentional time with God but I think just like he was just pushing me he was really mm-hmm. working on my heart and it caused some big changes <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah um are there things that well I know the answer to this question but like (laughs) I like I know your story and I know that the Lord's like redeemed so much and so what or and how has God redeemed your identity in Christ and like what would you say your identity was before um and like how like now knowing that you're adored what like how that was redeemed Hmm. in that way I guess what I thought before, um, I don't know. I think I just thought of like being a Christ follower as having like a very high set of morals. That was maybe the main thing. Not that I didn't think that like loving God was important and loving people was important. I thought those were important, but it was like, it was more about standing on high morals, I think. Mm, Yeah. Like that was the moral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like loving God was the moral. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah, that kind of shifted into like being adored and the most important thing um, now being like, you know, giving that back to mm-hmm. God and to to people that were around. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot the second part of your question. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's, um, like what, what things were restored? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, like what was redeemed and like how, how was that redeemed, I mm. guess? Yeah, I think, so I guess I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, like f- feeling a lot of uh, my value coming from some sort of output, some sort of work that I'm doing, like is the only way that I have value to other people and to, to God even. And so um, yeah, God's definitely like uh, changed that frame of mind. And especially recently where like I'll have times where I don't have consistent work and uh it feels like I want to like wallow in worthlessness and be like, I am a piece of crap right now. Like I, I'm a terrible person cause I'm not having any output. So then I have no value. So learning that like, um, it's more than that. Like it's, it's, it's all about love. So if like I can just love better in those times, like that's what we're here for. And like reframing, um, 
my, I don't know, mental attitude of like that life is about uh, working at something that you enjoy to get a paycheck to do the things you love. And like realizing that life is really just about loving better. Mm-hmm. And I definitely still get caught up in that old way of thinking. And uh, it's easy to like habitually go back to that because it's yeah. been a part of my life for so long. But like trying to remind myself that like it's it's more than this, like the bigger thing, like why are we here? You know, like we are here to love. So like that's like a constant reminder that I always try and give to myself of like, does it matter if I'm like talking with this client for 30 minutes and not getting any work done? Like old me would be like, you need to shut this down. You need to finish the job and do something, right? Whereas now it's like, okay, this is like an opportunity to love someone, an opportunity to connect with like another human that that mm-hmm. God loves just as much as me. And it's like, I don't know, like reminding myself of that. It's mm-hmm. hard sometimes to do that, but it's like, it's very special and re- really yeah. cool to like change that frame of mind. So I think God is like definitely redeemed that and is mm-hmm. still, it's, it's a long process, right? It's going to take the entirety of my life mm-hmm. for that to keep changing to be yeah. more like Jesus. Right. But, um, I feel like your counselor had a really big role in that too. Yeah, for sure. She like, um, recently I did, did had some counseling. Um, it was, it was virtual, um, which mm-hmm. was, kind of difficult to get used to at first. I'm not like a big virtual person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like phone calls and things like that, but it ended up be- being really good. I I got a lot from it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, she kind of pointed out that I find, yeah, my worth in, in my output, yeah. my work. And after pointing that out and bringing that awareness and me realizing mm-hmm. that I do only determine my value by that. It's like, oh yeah, that's something that yeah. I need to change my my perspective on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> perspective. Yeah. <laughs> perspective is my, my Amy and I usually uh, have like words that we feel God has for us for the year and yeah. perspective is my word. So that's funny that came yeah. up so naturally in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learn it. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, she I feel like she did a really good job at just like yeah, helping you see some things that maybe you weren't willing to see and bring Jesus back to the center of it yeah. too was like so cool to like, yeah, I think like just being honest, like as a married couple, like sometimes it's hard to not like say say the things you want to say all the time and like point like your significant other's flaws out or like call them out and correct them all the time. Like that's not really always loving and kind. And so like sometimes like I know for me it was like it's been a learning curve of like, okay, like I'm not the only one speaking into his life. Like the Holy Spirit is more attuned with those things than I am. And so it's just sweet that like, yeah, just in your natural counseling sessions that that came up. And, like, that's, like, something that probably hit deeper and probably worked out better and faster because, like, your counselor walked that through with you and not just me, you know? Right. Well, and, like, that's why it's so important to have a good community, too. Like, just, like, other people to call you out than just your spouse. Because I don't know what it is, but sometimes it's really, I don't know, it's hard to hear things from you sometimes Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's the same whereas like hearing them from a friend 
it's just a different perspective. It's like, yeah. oh, this really is a big deal if like the people that I don't spend every moment with, you know, the people mm-hmm. that I, I don't know, don't see as much like they're noticing these things. These are big things. Yeah. And it's just like hearing it from a fresh perspective is always helpful. And that's mm-hmm. why counseling was so meaningful too. Yeah. Like I think a lot of it was about just awareness mm-hmm. and like, I think, uh, I wanted one of my like kind of goals was to gain more Mm self-awareness and so like most of the process of gaining that awareness was her just having me talk through things until I like realize something like that and it kind of clicks and you're like oh yeah (laughs) wow that is a huge part of me and I never Mm -hmm. really realized that before it's like getting the right questions to unlock like oh that that is how I think you know Mm -hmm. yeah Super cool. Yeah. Counseling is a beautiful thing. Yeah. It was like, I I think we've both like uh, preached before, I don't know, or like talked about like counseling is a tool. Like I don't understand why it has such a stigma around it. Like why would not, why why would everyone not use this as a tool Mm -hmm. to be better? Right. Um, And like. Before like chaos hits. Yeah. And so it was nice to live that out. It was definitely really cool to like, um. Yeah, just live that out and and do what you're saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been really cool for our marriage. I think it's been super impactful for each of us. Yeah, just absolutely. Growing just... in our own our own identities and, yeah, what would you, that's like kind of what I was going to talk to you about. What, mm. like, what's been impactful in our marriage about knowing your identity in Christ like how has living out your identity in Christ impacted our marriage yeah I I mean I hope it's impacted it a lot (laughs) I think it has yeah um I kind of went into marriage um I told you this when we were dating that like um my role is to wave a banner of love over you Mm -hmm. and um I think that didn't mean as much then as it does to me now and how that word love and adoration is like so much bigger now and I have more of an appreciation after seeing how much God loves us and and like in my little human tiny perspective (laughs) that I can understand how much God loves us like taking that and applying it to our marriage is huge because like if if Christ is loving the church um in this way like that's how I should be loving you and so I think it's like I don't know, it's just broadening what love is mm-hmm. and and like forcing me to find better ways and new ways and yeah. intentional ways to love you. Yeah. And I don't know, I think I've definitely gotten better at that after following Jesus and I think mm-hmm. um the biggest part of that was putting Jesus like right smack dab in the yeah. center of my life where he's the most important thing mm-hmm. and as we're both getting closer to him, we're in the process, getting closer to yeah. each other, you know? Yeah, because I think, like, something that has been really um, a new, like, realization maybe for me is that, like, we're not, like, looking to each other for our love and adoration. Like, I know you love and adore me, but I don't need you to love and adore me to be who I am and to feel comfortable in my own skin and so I think that's like really empowering is when we get to stand alone as individuals and run this race together knowing that 
we get to love each other. We get to choose each other. We get to wave a, a banner of love over each other. And but we don't need that from the other person. Yeah. To to continue down life and the roads and the journey and the it's bumps. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's just like an an honor rather than an obligation. Yeah, or yeah. a need. I would say like I just like don't feel like I need things from you. <laughs> like. Oh great. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I like I you are just more like comfortable in your own skin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, is that like how you, how, what's your perspective on that? I guess. I don't know. I think like, I see what you're saying. Um, I do see what you're saying, but it's like, I think of it more as like, Hmm. I don't know. I just, like I like we do have our own individual walks and we're confident mm-hmm. that like we oh as tough as it is to say yeah we we absolutely don't need each other yeah right like it's not life or death my relationship with god is my own mm-hmm. um so then it makes it more special that we do have each other and it's this tool we can use to get closer to god and mm-hmm. like yeah run the race together and it's like let's Let's go. I, I heard this thing a long time ago uh, in a sermon that was like, um, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, that's yeah. the goal, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not just us racing on our own in a sprint. It's like, this right. is a this is a long thing. And mm-hmm. we're going to need each other to like, push through the bad times and the hard times yeah. and the good times. Like, you know, we, we, we need each other in, in those those things. So it's like sweeter because yeah, we, we don't, I don't need you for my relationship, God and vice with, sorry, I don't need you for my relationship with God and you don't need me, but like we can have so much more impact together. Yeah, for sure. I think too, like it really just is sweet to have like strengths and weaknesses and knowing that we're so different and like our abilities and our relationship with God is different and we get to, yeah, bring, call out the goodness in each other and also the things that are maybe not so good, right? <laughs> like it's, I mean, yeah, it's marriage is hard and you, it's iron sharpening iron. It's constantly like living near and around each other to, rub elbows and get into the deep and so I I guess like I just don't want like it to sound like we like have it all together and we're just like (laughs) super great and never fight like that's not like what we're trying to say but it does make conflict resolution better it does make you know the end goal of like actually we are on the same team (laughs) and like we're not on opposite teams and a lot of times like our fights end with us just looking at each other and being like, I'm in your corner. <laughs> like We're on each other's team and just reminding ourselves of that and not letting the enemy get in the way of that reality that we are one, we are a team, we are together and in the fight together. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. So sweet. Well, thanks for hanging out with me today. I am super <laughs> excited that we got to just chat and let people hear just what kind of some of our natural conversations are. 
I think last night we were up till like midnight talking about spiritual gifts and just like yeah. <laughs> getting into it and diving <laughs> into scripture. It's just like so fun. But my last question, what do you want to be when you grow up or who do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, it's funny because you ask everybody this and I didn't even think about it before we, <laughs> we jumped into this. Hmm, who do I want to be when I grow up? Well, I think uh, you and I have talked about this dream of uh, kind of living on the road and um, going wherever we feel pulled by God mm-hmm. and just kind of living free like that uh, in a van, of course, you know, <laughs> um, down by the river. But... Uh, <laughs> I think like why does it have to be by a river? <laughs> just from an SNL skit. You've never seen that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a good one. I'll show you later. Uh yeah, I think that like um that would be really cool. That's like really appealing and I think more so now that I'm closer with Jesus that we could like um use it as such an opportunity for a ministry and like yeah. um really going where we feel called, going to like see people that are all over the country that we know and then like on the way um, having just, random encounters with people and being the like, light. Yeah. Spreading, <laughs> spreading this adoration that we, we receive from God and just giving other people that. Mm-hmm. And, um, don't know what exactly that will look like yeah. and don't know when, yeah. um, but that definitely is like uh, big on my mind and I know mm-hmm. it is on yours too. Yeah. And I think that would just be, yeah, really special. I, um, we're kind of setting ourselves up right now to do that and like um, hopefully have some properties and things like that where we can have a little more freedom to uh, yeah, go on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Be cool. It's a fun, fun dream. Yeah. It's see, definitely, it's definitely fun to dream about that kind of stuff. See where the Lord takes us in that. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, what I, this is kind of maybe a new, I'm just thinking of this. I'm sorry. I have one more question oh, that good. I think I want to just like, Add, I don't know. Yeah, Just I'm ready. Flying by the seat of my pants here. We'll see what happens. But um, what's like one scripture that you love so much and kind of meditate on or refer back to or would be encouraging for someone else to just know? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me this. I was just like pointing to my Bible, like we should <laughs> we should talk about some verses. I like had my Bible here and was ready to like share some stuff that that have been so uh, impactful to me. So yeah. good, I've got one loaded up here. I've maybe got a couple even. Okay. But, uh, a big one uh, that that's really like um, big in my life right now is Matthew six twenty six. It's it's that whole passage actually. So I can. I can read it. Um, so it's about when it, the it's titled like Jesus teaches about worry. So I'll start in verse 25. Um, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And then this is like my favorite part. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. <laughs> and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Um, and it continues to talk about, you know, the, fe- the, the lilies, the field, and how beautiful they are and how they're not worried about how they mm-hmm. look. And, and we are. And, like, if God, you know, God's here to take care of us, and, like, how much more does he care about us than, yeah. than the birds and, and the flowers? Like, and that's just been so huge to me. Um, in the sense of like, 
just trusting God and really uh, like giving up that control. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, this Sunday um, at church, I like had a big breakdown and like uh, during worship, like I'm not a big uh, classic worship music (laughs) lover. I actually really don't enjoy it at all. Um, so like the, the worship that we sing in church is like not my cup of tea. I don't usually get much from it. I usually kind of either zone out or pray or do nothing during that time, which is, which is not great. I need to get better at like being like intentional reading the words and stuff. But anyway, this, this Sunday, uh, I like wept during mm-hmm. the entirety of worship and I don't remember exactly what songs were playing because I don't know any of the songs. One of them was the new Evergreen by Fresh Life Church, but it's not released yet. So oh yeah, uh, I don't even know if we can look up the lyrics. <laughs> well, all of them were like at some point mentioned either like trusting in God. Um, one of them was talking about the being built on the rock rather than the sand, mm-hmm. and. Um, fear fear was a big theme through them too like not fearing don't do not fear like and of course that's huge theme in the bible too obviously but um so i was just thinking about like how i haven't fully trusted god and relinquished my control in my finances and like i worry about that and i think about that and i don't trust and it just ends in me being I don't know, in a terrible place and kind of miserable and Mm -hmm. feeling this tenseness inside me and I'm, I'm just sick of it. And so I kind of laid that down and really just like cried and (laughs) it was like embarrassing. I don't like (laughs) crying in public and, uh, it's like a very public place. And even, even at the end we like, at the end of worship, we had to greet people around us, which I was like, oh, of course this happens today. So I'm just like got tears rolling down my face and like give Andy a hug and yeah. stuff. And <laughs> But uh, but then Jenny, like after Jenny spoke that week, mm-hmm. um, Levi's wife, and uh, she was talking about, she like came on after the worship songs and just said like a little uh, blurb, something quick. Yeah. And it was about fear too. Mm-hmm. And just how like living in fear is so terrible and we're not meant to do that we're meant to just live in full trust in jesus and that he's got us and if he truly does love us as much as i'm saying and adores us like Mm -hmm. how are we not living different and it's just so convicting because i you know i'm not changed by it i can think that he does adore me but then like in my everyday thinking and my everyday actions actions it's not i'm not showing that so like there really has to be something huge. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going, like this fear theme. Yeah, uh, she talked about like, do, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It was like the scripture that she referred to, yeah. And she talked in uh, Philippians 4, which, um, let me find it real quick. It was it was good because um, Paul's, Paul's writing to like the church in Philippi, and he's, uh, one of the past, or one of the, like the paragraphs is called God's Provision, and part of it says, like, verse 11, uh, Philippians 4, verse 11 says, Not that I'm speaking uh, of being in need, for I've learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Mm-hmm. And that word content is, like, opposite of fear and right. opposite of living in, like, anguish. And then uh, further down in verse 19, this one really hit me. I love this verse. 
It says, and my God will supply every need of yours according mm-hmm. to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah, so good. And it just reiterates like how much God has. He's He's the creator. He yeah. has anything. And mm-hmm. and we have so little faith to not trust that Yeah. he loves us so much that like, I don't know, all we got to do is ask. That was like that James verse too mm-hmm. that we talked about. Last night, yeah. In Rooted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and another thing too was like our small groups have been going through Rooted, which is like this, uh, it's kind of just like a Bible study going back to the basics. And it's mm-hmm. been really good. And one of the days was talking about the armor of God. Yeah. And so uh, one of the, one of my favorite lines was talking about uh, the shield of faith. Mm-hmm. And it said, um, like the moment you feel fear is when you know that you've lowered your shield of faith. Yeah. Because it's, so it's powerful. like, we're just open to attack then, mm-hmm. right? Like the shield is meant to be this this blocker of attacks. Mm-hmm. And so fear is something that attacks us hard. Like yeah. I feel like everybody feels some sort of fear probably every day, like mm-hmm. at least momentarily. And like the com- combating of that is is faith. faith yeah. Is full trust in Jesus and ah, it's just such a good reminder and yeah. like in those moments that I feel fear, I'm trying to like get in the habit. I think habits are really important. And if we get in the mm-hmm. habit of like praying or or at least thinking of God when we feel fear, like forming that habit, I think is really important. So that's what I've been trying to do mm-hmm. uh, really recently, like in the last couple of days. I'm like, okay, yeah. like I need to just like make this a point to really like focus on God when I feel fear. Yeah. And, and lay it down. I think something that you said is like on Sunday, you like laid down like that fear of like money and that's like excuse me that's something that you have to continue to lay down you've laid it down before like it's so easy to pick back up like those things that we have laid down before and i think oftentimes like it's easy to think oh i laid that down yeah and then forget about it but really you're you're, it's still in the back of your mind all the time right yeah and you picked it back up and like aren't recognizing that and so yeah, I think that that's cool that, like, yeah, you had, like, another... And maybe the first time, like, you laid it down, it was not related to fear. But this time, it's, like, unraveling, the like, a different piece of, like, why you pick it back up, right? Yeah. Like, the first time was recognizing, you know, maybe where you came from or maybe, like, your childhood or something like that. But now it's, like... Now it's because of fear and I'm picking up fear instead of like faith. And so it's cool to see how like the Lord teaches us and he guides us and he steers us in learning more and changing and growing. Yeah. Even if it's the same thing over and over, he's so patient with us. And different situations for that, right? Right. Like I I feel like my situation now um, with finances is we're in a different spot than we were whenever like Mm -hmm. what maybe eight months ago when I was like first kind of laying that down or or seeing it as a problem and now it's like I think God's using the situation that we're in of like Mm -hmm. being in a time that's stretching and it feels like (laughs) so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. financially that it's like oh gosh yeah so then God's like sitting there like where's your trust like do you trust that I've got you and Mm -hmm. and every time he just comes through so yeah. much and it's crazy to see him come through and like, it's mm-hmm. just like, the, and the smallest things make me so ecstatic. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Like we've been we've been Airbnbing our house when we're out of town, yeah. and and we we like got one today a yeah. reservation for like a weekend we'll be out of town and <laughs> I was cool. just ecstatic. I was like, look at how God is showing yeah. up and like how I have this fear and like today I had it and I was thinking about like what am I gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. like and then it's like you know, reminding myself like, okay, think of like how this is an opportunity for God to provide and mm-hmm. like there's an opportunity to just trust. Yeah. And then like, and then that happens, you know, today and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> like look at how the tiniest yeah. amount of faith, like it's so simple. It's so small, mm-hmm. such a small like action of like, oh, I'll just have this little bit of faith and look yeah. what he does. Like think if we had extreme faith, right? Like yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm hoping to be where like my yeah. faith is so huge and God's just like, yeah. bam, you know, mm-hmm. look at how I show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for some of you that don't know our like our lifestyle. So I, I'm a weddings and events florist. And so my high season is summer. And as Corey is a general contractor, his season tends to be summery, like high intense too. And so like building up to even right now, Corey's had like work like in the winter when it shouldn't have been like, like busy at all. And he had every week, you know, he would get a phone call and it was like, okay, let's pray for next week's work on Sunday. And then Monday morning, like he would get a call. And it was just so cool to just like really trust God with our finances. And we've been so taken care of and get to still live generously. I think that that's something that's on our hearts always is like, man, we are so taken care of. And we have like beyond our our needs met, you know, and so it's just sweet to be able to continue to live generously, even though the next paycheck or the next month looks different from the last one, but we get to still give and still impact people financially, which is cool. Yeah. That's been a really fun part too, to Mm -hmm. really, um, yeah, retrain my thinking of like, being so like thinking money is so important that like I have to be tight with it and it's I, I'm, not ours yeah yeah and I, I'm not I'm not talking about tithe even like tithe right, yeah. is something that like can be automated and and mm-hmm. a box planned for yeah. yeah and so it's just like oh yeah that's that's easy so it's like when other moments come up to be generous and it can be such a small thing right like the littlest thing and Beth said something that I really loved uh I don't remember when it was. It was in one of our small groups, but she said, like, I'm not going to go broke from, like, buying someone's dinner, (laughs) right? Like, do you believe your God's better than that? And it's like, oh, gosh, that's really convicting of, like, obviously, like, our God is way bigger than that and is going to, like, (laughs) yeah, so much bigger than that. So if we think that, like, it's stretching to buy someone's coffee or something, I just, I think I'm just have a terrible mindset with that sometimes and need to, like, Okay, yeah, God's got it. Like, why am I even thinking about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the other way around. <laughs> yeah, Amy Amy just, like, goes for it all the time and, you know, throws any sort of logic to the wind. It's just like, let's let's do it all. And I'm like, oh, gosh, pump the brakes. <laughs> but it's been fun to learn that and be yeah. very influenced by your generosity. Like, mm-hmm. that's been a huge part of my my, like, uh, growth in the last year too is like, um, 
just really embracing generosity and mm-hmm. and your like heading that up you're mm-hmm. showing me how to live generously and it's been oh. great it's been very impactful i love yeah. that i think vice versa on that too of like you teaching me how to steward my money well and our money well and just being like someone who's just aware and i mean educated you've taken classes on just like how to glorify god through stewardship of your money and so yeah it's really cool to like be on the other side of that too of like okay there there has to be um like conversation with god too (laughs) of like is you know is this what you're calling me to and it's like our strengths complement each other. It's like God mm. knew what he was doing when we got us together. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, handwritten by him for sure. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for just being so vulnerable and allowing my listeners to get to know you a little bit more and I think know me a little bit more too through yeah. you, which is fun. Yeah, for uh, sure. It was a good time. I think that we always have fun and deep conversations. So I hope that all of our listeners enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good chat. Thanks, Ames. You're welcome. Hey, what a sweet time it was to hang out with my husband. I hope that you found it sweet as well. He is so encouraging and I hope that he encouraged you today as much as he encouraged me and that you guys got to know me and my lifestyle and my husband a little bit better today um, and just know what we're all about and who we are. If you are looking to start counseling and get connected with a counselor, I just want to give a quick shout out to BetterHelp.com. They are a really great organization where Corey actually got connected with his counselor. And it took him a couple tries, but he did get connected with one that really impacted him. So check it out. Their website is BetterHelp.com. And it's all online. It's affordable private therapy sessions. It's been such a great thing for Corey, and I hope that it's a great thing for you. Hey, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time.